You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. All right, everybody, welcome back from that quick break. And Nick, uh, our next topic um, kind of leads right into it after the Russell Wilson talk. But you have one thing that you think coaches should take a hard stance against. What is that one thing that you want to say? Well, it's based on things that we've seen over the past uh, week or so with uh, injuries and more importantly, injuries to uh, to quarterbacks. Now, all injuries cannot be prevented. But the idea is that you don't want to expose your players, especially quarterbacks, where, you know, you're paying them a a lot of money uh, to these injuries. And it has a lot to do with Thursday night football. So I I got to thinking after seeing what happened with Tua and then, you know, Russell Wilson trying to go out there with with, with his shoulder, not his shoulder, but the lat injury and wondering, okay, well, why would you put a subjective players to that type of situation? And I think coaches should start, start to take a hard stance on it because they, they're validated, their paychecks, their livelihoods are predicated on these players at these positions being readily available. And for me, I think maybe coaches should look at Thursday night football and treat it like preseason, right? Because let's be totally honest, that Thursday night game between the Colts and the Broncos, did that not look like a preseason game? It sure did to me. So the idea is that if, if fans are complaining that they're not getting their best ball on Thursday night football, then coaches will say, hey, listen, I know it's part of my job. I have to make sure that I am uh, readily available and I prepare my players to play on Thursday night. But here's what I'm going to do. If it's a short week when it comes to certain key players, more importantly, the quarterback, if those guys are a little dinged in any way, guess what? We're not going to play them. And if that affects the NFL's bottom line, maybe they'll start listening and reevaluating Thursday night football and how it's more problematic for coaches and for players. So that's just kind of my idea as far as how coaches should treat Thursday night football based on not just the injuries we've seen this year, but over the years of players on Thursday night football, but more importantly, the most important position on any team or, or has been said, George, and that's the quarterback position. So am I off my rocker on this, or can you see at least where, where I'm trying to go with this? Well, I, I think it, it's it's a difficult question to answer. One, I would just say I would get rid of Thursday Night Football altogether. If I were the players and coaches, that would be my pitch, is like, hey, we got to stop playing on Thursday nights. There's too many injuries. The football isn't good. Like, it's sloppy because we only have a few days to prepare. Like, I just think there's a lot of things that the coaches and players could say, hey, Let's just get rid of Thursday night football altogether. And maybe you change it to, to Friday night football. I don't know. I, I don't know if they would want to do that. Uh, but I, I think that that could be something that you could pitch. I don't know. But uh, maybe you play on Saturday nights, but then you're, you know, going up against college football. So oh. I guess none of that, none of that makes sense. But I would just totally get rid of Thursday night football. They're never going to do that because the money's too big, right? Uh, I mentioned it last podcast. I think it's like $13 billion or whatever it is. Um, that's, that's not, it's not going away, but I do think you have a point in the sense that, like, yeah, if a guy doesn't feel 100%, then they probably shouldn't play. I think we saw that with Jonathan Taylor last week in the Colts, right, that they held him out. Maybe the Broncos should have held out Russell Wilson uh, and, and you know, not further injured it. Uh, I think that you could definitely say that. But at the same time, Nick, like, 
these teams need to win these Thursday night games. Like you can't just go out there and be like, oh, whatever. Like it's no big deal if we lose because at the end of the day, every game's important. I mean, let's think about this in the future here. Let's say the Broncos, um, you know, they go nine and eight or 10 and seven and they miss the playoffs by one game. They're going to look back at that Colts game and say, man, what could have been if we could have scored just one touchdown or if uh, Russell Wilson hits KJ Hamler. Uh, you could also say that about the Monday night game with Seattle, right? If, if you make the field goal and, and everything, right? But every game matters. And so I'm not saying you, you play injured players, but I still think you play to win. Like you can't treat it. In the, it, and I don't think you were saying like treat it as a preseason game in, in the sense that like the result doesn't matter, but you were saying right. treat it like a preseason game in terms of the injuries. And I do think you have a point there, uh, especially when you, again, Russell Wilson's example A, right? Like if they would have held him out, does he feel a lot better? Does his shoulder feel any better than it did? Probably, probably feels a lot better. He probably would not even be questionable this week for the Monday night game. So I do, th- and this is arguably a bigger game than the Colts game, right? AFC West division game, Monday night football. I do think this is a bigger game. So uh, I think you have a point. I just don't, I, every player, it's different, right? It depends on the injury. It depends on how the player feels, right? If the player wants to play, it's hard to keep the player from actually playing. No, it's not. No, it's not. I think it is. No, if a player could- Listen, I, I get it. And, and I was there myself and, and, I, and, and I did it too. I was stupid. You know, let me get out there and play. You know, I did something to my knee and I'm still out there trying to tackle with Damian Thomason, right? But but it, it, it put my future in jeopardy. And it also put my future with the team or it eventually put my future with the team uh, in, in jeopardy. And, and this is what you have to do as a coach. A, a player is going to want to play. No, no matter what, hands down, bar none, he's going to want to play. But you, you have to tell that player, okay, well, we need you for the long haul. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon because if you look at every single sport, hockey, baseball, basketball, football, it's not necessarily the team that has the most talented players. I mean, you do need talent, but it comes down to this, George. Are you the healthiest? Let's talk about the ass for just a second, right? They dealt with a lot of injuries. So, and I give their medical staff big kudos for keeping those guys on the ice. But when we look at it, their team was more healthier. I mean, great skaters and fast as hell, but their team was so much better because they were healthier when they needed to. Now you look at where things are now, I think Landis Scott is going to be out for a period of time. So as a coach, you want your impact players to be readily available. Look at Tom Brady and his early struggles at Tampa Bay. They were beat up on the offensive line and that wide receivers, and he didn't look that great, Right. So it's about getting the players across the finish line. If that means that, hey, listen, we just want to put you on the shelf for a week or two weeks to get you right, then sometimes you have to do it. The player's going to be upset, but you have to look big picture because Thursday night game, Russell Wilson playing on Thursday night, what did it accomplish? Even if they decide, even if they decide to run the ball, pick up the first down, George, and won the game, what did it actually accomplish? Because guess what? He was still going to have that laboring issue heading into the Monday night game against the Chargers. So sometimes as a coach, I would like to see coaches protect their players and say, dude, I know you want to, but we got to shut you down. We have to shut you down. Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you, Nick. I'm just saying when that conversation comes up, I bet it's really hard to convince Russell Wilson to sit. And I know, look, it, it shouldn't, it honestly shouldn't be his decision in a lot of cases, right? And maybe that sounds crazy that it shouldn't be the player's decision. But in this sense, 
Like it, it shouldn't matter what Russell's pitches to play. Like if, if they think that he shouldn't play, then he shouldn't play. I'm just saying, I think it's really hard to convince a player to not play. And I know you're la- you're laughing at me, but I do think that like, Ru- I can just see Russell Wilson sitting in the trainer's room right now, telling them exactly why he can play. And at like some point you're like, I mean, like if you're the trainer, like, I just don't feel like they're going to be like, no, you can't play. Like, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I also just don't see Nathaniel Hackett, like, like saying, oh yeah, yeah, Russell, you don't you, you, like, you know, you cannot play. Like, I just don't see that happening. I just, maybe I'm well, naive, but like, it just feels like what Russell Wilson says happens, right? Like if well, Russell well, says he's going to play, he's going to play. I'm going to put it to you this way. You're not a parent yet, but at some point you're going to become a parent. And your kid is going to try to negotiate, you know, why they should eat ice cream for breakfast. You already know as a parent, that's a bad idea, right? The sugar high, the whole thing, but they're going to try to negotiate. It's kind of the same thing with being a player, right? Yeah, you want that ice cream and that's being out there on the field, but I'm going to say no because you don't need it right now. We would like to have you out there on the field, but we need you for this game and this game moving forward. So why sacrifice that player and put him in that position. And yes, Russell will not want to sit down, but Hackett would have to be the head coach. They hired him to be and say, listen, this is not your decision. This decision is my decision. And I'm doing it for your help, your benefit, and that of your family. So consider me looking out for you. That's how you present it to him. Yeah. I just don't know if Nathaniel Hackett's there yet. In what do you terms mean he's of not being... there yet? What do you mean? I just mean? don't. I, he doesn't seem like someone that's gonna like lay that lay the hammer down on something like that. Like he's he's probably letting his kids eat ice cream. He strikes me as that type of <laughs> that type of parent. He's probably like, yeah, sure, you could have some, you know, you know, chocolate chocolate chip ice cream this morning. Like I I just it, I don't know if he's laying down like like if you if if we were talking about like Bill Belichick, then yeah, like I think that like players would be like, yeah, I'm gonna do what he says because he's Bill Belichick. But like. Nathaniel Hackett, it just doesn't strike me as someone that's gonna like lay down the law on on that kind of stuff. Like maybe I'm totally wrong, but so basically you're calling Nathaniel Hackett a pushover. That's I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. I, I just don't think you did. That's what you did. I I think he he might be for Russell Wilson right now. I think there's some of that. I think I think Nick. Here's my hot take. I think that may not just be Nathaniel Hackett. I think that may be the organization right now. Ooh, I think that okay. I think there's some internal stuff where it's like. What Russell Wilson wants, Russell Wilson gets. I think that's part of this. I think that 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 might be part of the issue. I, I'm not saying that that's for sure happening. That's just a conspiracy I have. I just think that you look at everything that's gone on since <laughs> Russell's come to Denver, and there's a lot of things that he's asked for, and he's gotten all of it. And so when he sits there and he says, I can play, I just don't see anybody standing up and saying, no, you can't. You can't play, Russell. Like, I just – maybe George Payton steps in and says something because he, he doesn't seem like somebody – that would like if 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 George Payton thinks that Russell Wilson could further injure his shoulder or his lat or whatever, then I think he'll step in and say, "Hey, man, like we signed you to a, a quarter billion dollar deal. Like we're not going to risk you doing that." So maybe he steps in, but I just don't see Nathaniel Hackett being that guy right now. I think he is for everybody else. I, I but I do think that there's some of this Russell Wilson stuff where it's just like we just let Russell Wilson do what he wants to do. Whatever Russell wants. Russell gets. <laughs> yeah. I do, do you do you agree or disagree with me? Well, I mean, that happens around the league for guys who play that position, and that's a starting yeah. quarterback. I mean, just think about when Peyton Manning was here, he was able to dictate to John Fox which guys 
that he wanted on the roster and which guys he didn't want on the roster. Cody Lattimore, I'm not throwing to you. I'm going to throw to Rasheed Caldwell. And he was also able to bring some of his teammates out of retirement to play for the Broncos. That's just the power of the quarterback position. Do I always agree with the George? No, but that is where or how the crookie crumbles, as they would say. So there is a certain level of power that Russell has himself. Listen, they have a medical staff already. But guess what? When Russell came from Seattle, guess what? He brought his team, his security team, his masseuse, everything else, his nutritionist. I mean, so, yeah, there's a little power there. Maybe some people in the building may have some issues with it. But this is something that the league and NFL has created themselves. They created this monster when they put quarterbacks on that pedestal. So when Nathaniel Hackett was hired and then they told him, hey, there's no Aaron Rodgers. We're going after Russell Wilson. You had to already put your coaching hat on and say, listen, I know how to talk to Russell because I had to deal with Aaron Rodgers. So we already know, we already know what that can be like for Nathaniel Hackett or any person for that matter. So it, we are where we are. But your idea is being a coach. You were hired for this. Shut your quarterback down one game or two games. and then, Or in this case, maybe for the entire season. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they'll handle it. Um, it'll be interesting to hear. We we, we hear it from Nathaniel Hackett today. I'm sure he'll be asked about it several times. Uh, we hear from Russell Wilson, I believe, later this week. So it's going to be intriguing to watch how they handle this. One thing I do want to say, one final thought before we get out of here, Nick, and I'm sure you'll have an opinion on this too, but there's been a lot of slander thrown towards Russell's way the last few days after the Thursday night game. And I get it. He did not play well. And that's fine. Criticize his play on the field a lot. But Nick, there's also been a lot of people out there criticizing him off the field uh, and his celebrity personality and his uh, the way that he acts uh. off the field. And that really bugs me because I don't think maybe I'm wrong. I don't think that has anything to do with the way he's performing on the field. I think Russell is a unique human being. You and I have talked about it before. You can call him whatever you want, but uh, off the field, goofy, corny, whatever it is. Uh, but I do think that it should be said that that should not be brought up in the same breath as, you know, he missed some throws here or he missed a read on the fourth and one to Hamler, whatever it is. Like, I just, it kind of annoys me that that continues to be a discussion with this guy. Well, the way I look at those individuals, there's a little jealousy there and they're being hypercritical. And I'll say this, that, you know, when I look at these individuals, they're known to blow a lot of hot air like blow dryers, right? That's the way that kind of look at, at the situation. And Russell was being who he is. I mean, that's the way he was before he arrived. And you think all of a sudden uh, he, that's going to change. I mean, even after he gave his presser, he was really faint, but he did say, let's ride, right? Yeah. So he got criticized for that. I'm like, dude, he's going to be who he is, right? It, it, you're already saying that he's corny and, and all these other things about him. If he decides to make a right turn and do a hard pivot and go the opposite way, guess what? That's only going to speed up with the negative things that people have said about him. So you might as well, at the end of the day, George, at the end of the day, do you. Forget everyone right. else. Do you. Right. Right. Well, it's going to be an interesting year, Nick. We're only five games in, and it feels like we've covered an entire season uh, of this Broncos team. So it'll be fun to watch this team the rest of the year. You know, interesting to see how Russell Wilson responds. Uh, but uh, I hope everybody liked this podcast. I hope you guys are eating some ice cream with your breakfast as you're listening. Um, I know I will be because uh, I, I was raised as I could have whatever I wanted for breakfast, Nick. 
Um, oh, not okay. really. Not at all. My parents are <laughs> shaking their heads uh, as they listen to this. But uh, thanks, everybody. Make sure you guys like and subscri- subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you guys share it with your friends. Uh, and we will see you guys again uh, later this week.